Welcome back, everybody, to the Gen Extra Podcast. My name is Seamus McNasty. With me, as always, is Bacon. Tonight, we are going to discuss our top five favorite underrated movies from the 80s. Doing a little impromptu thing tonight. Hope you enjoy it right after this. What you're about to experience is the Gen Extra Podcast. With your host, Seamus McNasty and Uncle Bacon. Thanks for joining us once again on the Gen Extra Podcast. Like I said, tonight we're going to discuss our top five favorite underrated movies from the 80s. Just the 80s. Just the 80s. Not going to go into the 90s or the 70s or anything like that. Going to stick strictly to the 80s. You want to start? I'll start. Just start. Okay, you go ahead and start. All right, my number one tonight. Is, is, are, are these in any particular order? No, no particular order. No alphabetical, no what year. Is, what, what do you consider an underrated movie? Something that wasn't like a box office smash. Something we think a lot of people didn't really see back in the day. Maybe still haven't even seen. I can dig it. Sound underrated? I can dig it. Sounds underrated. I can dig it. All right. My number one is a movie called Near Dark. Near Dark came out in 1987 uh, starring Adrian Pazdar. I think that's Pazdar. Looks like Pazdar. He was on Heroes. Was he on Heroes? You ever see that show Heroes? Yeah, yeah. Nathan. He was Nathan. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, Jenny Wright, Lance Henriksen. You might know Lance Henriksen from the Alien movies. He was the robot android guy. Okay, okay. Bill Paxton. He was in Aliens too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeanette Goldstein. She was in Aliens too. They were the Space Marines, remember? Okay. Space okay. Marines. Uh, this movie is about a small-town farmer's son who reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires after he is bitten by a beautiful drifter. You said you've never seen this movie. I don't think I have. Um, it sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't think I've seen it. I saw it way back in the day. Um, it was a good vampire movie. From what I read, the director was trying to go... They wanted to originally make a Western movie. Mm-hmm. And then they realized that the Western genre, nobody was interested in anymore mm. then. Came in a little too late. Came in a little too late. And the 80s, the 80s were big for horror movies. So they figured they'd do, they'd mix the genres. Okay. They mixed horror and Western. And you get near dark. Okay. So it, it had some good one-liners. You know, I like one-liners. Yeah, you got your, you love your one-liners. Yep. Um, And... Like I said, uh, there's Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, and Jeanette Goldstein. They were all in the Aliens film, the second Aliens film. And they were all selected because the direct writer-director of the movie, her name was Catherine Bigelow. She, Deuce, Deuce Bigelow's sister? No relation. No relation? She would eventually go on to uh, marry James Cameron. Oh, okay. But they knew each other, and James Cameron suggested that he, she use all those the guys all those those actors Mm -hmm. from his alien movie in this movie Hmm, okay so check it out it's a good movie good good vampire movie you do do you have that movie i don't have that movie i'm gonna have to get that movie i like it i've seen it several times but okay what you got for number one uh i'm gonna hit you with uh one of my old favorites uh i'm gonna get you sucker came out in 1988 have you seen this movie before i think when it came out yes it's got uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, Jim Brown, Bernie Casey, Isaac Hayes, 
Janet Dubois, Don Lewis, Damon Wayans, and a whole slew of other people that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, this was pretty much Keenan Ivory Wayne's first movie before he even started with the whole In Living Color thing okay. and started spoofing all these other movies. But uh, this movie was a parody on black exploitation films. Right. And uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne plays Jack Spade. Uh, he's a wannabe, wannabe hero, and he reunites former black heroes from the 70s to help him get revenge on Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love this movie way back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's so much going on in this movie. There's a scene with uh, Chris Rock. Do you ever remember the scene where he was saying, like, uh, how much for one rib? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That scene is in that movie. That's where that came from. Okay. He uh he also told Reddit that he enjoyed the ribs at the rib joint and ate more off camera. Um here's a fun fact. Eddie Murphy came up with the original idea and the title for the film during a conversation with Keenan. And uh the Wayans asked Murphy's permission to use the idea. Hmm. But just like with anything else, Keenan put all his family in it. Right. Um uh, I mean, it, it, the movie's just crazy. It's definitely worth checking out. Is that the movie where there's like a, a scene with a prostitute and she gets back to the hotel and like starts taking everything off? Is that the same movie? That's the same movie. Yeah, and every, she's like, everything is fake. Like she yep. rips off her legs and stuff. Yep, that's yeah. the same movie. I remember that movie. Yep. Yep, yep. You, you know that one? I know okay. that one. All right. Um, my number two. Is going to be a film called Time Rider, The Adventures of Lyle Swan. Now, that sounds like an 80s movie. It is 80s movie. <laughs> 1982. Um, this movie starred Fred Ward. Uh, you might know Fred, remember Fred Ward from Tremors. Okay. Tremors with Kevin Bacon. Okay. Uh, he was also in, he was the star of the movie called uh, Remo Williams. The Adventure Begins or something like that. Okay. I think I had you watch that not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belinda Bauer, Peter Coyote, and Richard Mauser. Richard Mauser, Mazer. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think it's Mauser. Mousser. 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 Sounds French. He was in uh, The Thing movie we reviewed. Okay. Remember, he was the guy with the dogs. Oh, That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad from... Uh, the dad and everything. Corey Hain, the the back, Corey, yeah, back Corey in the movies. day, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was in that. Um, this movie, the plot of this movie, the storyline is a maverick motorbike racer wanders into a top secret time travel research test site, which unintentionally teleports him to the mid 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he ends up having to fight violent outlaws for survival. Okay. Now, <laughs> 80s. 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 Now, I remember watching this movie as a kid. I watched everything. I grew up on HBO. Everything I watched was on HBO back in the day. And I would just watch movies after movies. And this is one of the movies that was on HBO for like a month and a half straight. And I just watched it over and over. Okay. Love this movie. So, so here's a fun fact. So when, when the lead star Lyle Swan goes back in time, he goes back to November 5th, 1877, Okay, which is the same day uh, that they go back to in Back to the Future. Hmm. November 5th. Okay. But it's 1955. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that was a, I don't know 
which one came first? I think this came first, right? Because I think Back yeah, to the Future came in like 85. 85, yeah. Back yeah, to so I don't know if, 85. I don't know if Back to the Future used used that reference or what. I don't know how that worked. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it was, a, it was a great movie. Great 80s movie. Dirt bikes. <laughs> cowboys. <laughs> Dirt, bikes. Dirt bikes and cowboys. Cowboys, motorbike racers. It's just crazy. Is 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 a good movie. I remember trying to fashion my bicycle <laughs> to be like that motorbike. Like I lose like like strap little cardboard things that I cut out to <laughs> to it. This this thing had like I think rockets on it and stuff like that. Man. Uh well that's my number two. That's your number two. That's my number two. What you got? Uh I got uh my number two is gonna be One Crazy Summer. Mm. Came out in nineteen eighty six. Stars John Cusack, Demi Moore. Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> yeah, him. Yep, Bobcat. <laughs> and Curtis Armstrong. You might remember him, better known as Booger from Revenge oh, of the Revenge Nerds. Of yeah, yeah Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, Cusack plays a character named Hoops, an aspiring cartoonist, and his friends come to the aid of a singer trying to save her family from property developers. Demi Moore, right? Yeah, Demi Moore's Demi character. Moore, yeah, I had you watch this movie not that long ago. Yeah, I had seen it back in the like way back in the day, and I didn't remember anything about it. Man, I this is another movie I grew up watching, loved it, could almost quote it word for word. Mm-hmm. There's so many funny scenes in this movie. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait gets dressed up as Godzilla, <laughs> and um, there's a setup where there's a miniature town. And Bobcat's making his way through because he couldn't get out of the costume. He ends up tearing up the town. So it looks like Godzilla style, yeah. Tearing up the city, you yep. know. Um, got a few fun, couple of fun facts for you. Jeremy Piven is in this movie. Had to be a young Jeremy Piven. Very young. This yeah. was his first theatrical feature. Okay. He was roommates with Cusack back in the day. Oh. That's kind of how he got the job. All right. Uh, this movie is also described as "Better Off Dead Goes to the Beach." <laughs> okay, because of Cusack. Well, because of Cusack, yeah. and this and it has the same director, Savage Steve Holland. Okay, and both movies are about aspiring cartoonists. Okay, and Booger Curtis Armstrong is also in both movies. Okay, but I used to watch this movie all the time back in the day, man. I couldn't on get HBO. Enough, uh. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Maybe. on HBO. Maybe. I couldn't get enough of it, man. It's still one of my favorites as a child. Cool. Cool. Uh, My number three is a movie called Jekyll and Hyde Together Again. (laughs) This come out in 1982, and I'd had Bacon watch this a couple nights ago. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie stars Mark Blankfield, Bess Armstrong, Christy Erickson, Tim Thomerson, you probably don't know know any of these names, but you would recognize some of them possibly if you saw them. Mm. And mm. Cassandra Peterson, better known as Elvira. She was in that, Elvira was in that movie. She was in that movie. You probably don't recognize her because she's got a mask on, uh. and she's she's uh, her title is Busty Nurse. <laughs> would have never known in, it was in her. In the credits, would have never known nurse. it was her. Yeah, so you can't you can't really see her face. All you see is cleavage for the most part. Um, this, this movie's hilarious. I remember watching this as a kid. I'm almost positive it was on HBO. I'm sure it was. The plot of this movie. Probably got left alone watching this movie too, didn't you? Yep. Yep. Uh, the plot of this movie is, uh, the doctor named Jekyll 
uh, is researching drugs that would help mankind avoid surgery and discovers a white powder that unleashes the animal in every man. And in, <laughs> and in his case, turning him from a shy, timid doctor into a wild sex crazed party animal to the delight and dismay, both his rich fiance and stripper girlfriend. <laughs> this this movie cracked me up as a kid i probably shouldn't have been watching it i think there's only one nude scene it wasn't it wasn't too terrible it wasn't too terrible there's only one nude scene it was like and it was like fake prosthetic breast yeah yep yep like yep. exaggerated fake prosthetic breast um but this film was was supposed to be spoofing uh, the Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Lewis Stevenson, who uh, was the original author. And uh, the very end of the movie, they kind of pan they pan over and they show his grave and they kind of pan down into the ground and you kind of see him rolling around in his grave because they were just they, making they, fun they of they it. Butchered the, they butchered the story. They butchered it, but it was, it was hilarious. There's a, there's a scene where he he takes this drug and starts turning into Hyde, but the transformation scene is just hilarious. And I think we both just sat there and laughed yeah, out loud yeah. watching that scene. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Love that movie. What you got for number three? Number three, I'm going to hit you with another movie that I had you watch that I don't think you had ever seen before. Mm -hmm. uh, Summer School. Came out in 1987. Yeah, I don't think I did see it um, back then. It's got Mark Harmon, Christy Alley, and a young Courtney Thorne Smith. A lot of famous people yeah. come out of it. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, Mark Mark Harmon plays a gym teacher that has to teach remedial English for the summer in high school in order to keep his job. And all he knows how to do is teach gym, and the students want to do nothing but have fun. But he has to get them to pass in order you know, to keep his job. Right, right. Um, this was the first starring role in a movie for Christy Alley. Okay. You know, so before Cheers and everything. Was it before Cheers or? Yeah, it was, I'm pretty sure it was before Cheers. What year again? 87. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, what's your name? Diane was still at Cheers at the time. Okay. Whatever came Blonde. Over, can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the same school was used for filming in The Karate Kid. Oh, okay. And, uh, Watching this movie, I seen this movie back in middle school. So there's two guys in the movie that are really into horror, horror movies and special effects <laughs> and stuff like that, right? So when I first met you back in high school, that was the first thing that I related to you. Right, you right. reminded me of those guys from that movie because that's exactly the way you were back yeah. when we first met in yep. high school. Yep. So so yeah, this movie holds a little special place. Awesome. So, I mean, you know, reminds me of Seamus when we were younger. Little Seamus. Little, little Seamus when he played with horror and special effects. <laughs> cool. Um, my number four is a movie called Time Bandits. Time Bandits came out in 1981. Uh, I remember this movie. You remember this movie? Uh, a little bit. Little I bit. remember going to the movies with my dad to see this movie. I don't think I ever did that. I would have been, I only would have been six. <laughs> when this movie came so, out. So you can, <laughs> I remember going to my dad taking me to the movies to see this movie. You and these movies, man. I know. It's just crazy. Um, this movie stars John Cleese, Sean Connery, 
Shelley Duvall. Sean Connery's in this movie. Sean Connery was in this movie. Rest, uh, kind of a, kind of a small part. Rest in peace, rest Sean in peace. Connery. Uh, Shelley Duvall, Ian Holm, uh, Michael Palin, uh, David Rappaport, Kenny Baker. This film is about a young boy who accidentally joins a band of time-traveling dwarves as they jump from era to era looking for treasure to steal. This movie, I loved this movie as a kid. Um, I think because it appealed <coughs> to kids a lot because the lead character was a child. Mm-hmm. And the writer of this movie um, wrote had the original idea to write this movie as a, a movie from the perspective of a child. Oh, so okay. the whole movie is shot at low angles. So you get the perspective from a child. Hmm. Um, Some Charlie Brown on you. Yep. So this basically um, these this band of dwarves little people um work for the almighty being could be god whatever you want to consider the almighty being almighty being yeah they work for the almighty being uh like creating stuff helping him create stuff and put stuff in existence and everything like that so they end up stealing the map to time i'm the map and they they jump through time stealing treasures (laughs) So they steal the, the map from the Almighty Being, mm-hmm. jump through time, end up jumping into the little boy's bedroom <laughs> accidentally. Oops. Oops. And then the boy gets caught up with them and goes on these adventures, stealing stuff with the dwarves and everything like that. Um, a lot of these actors, um, John Cleese, Michael Palin, um, and I think a couple more were actually in Monty Python. Oh, okay. Yep. Um and then Sean Connery plays uh, King Agamemnon in the Egyptian scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's um, right, here's a fun fact. Um, the studio didn't want to make this movie. I bet. studio didn't want to make this movie. <laughs> so the, one of the producers, who was George Harrison of the Beatles. Okay. And uh, the other producers named Dennis O'Brien mortgaged their office to raise the $5 million to make this movie. Hmm. Hmm. Also, all the dwarves in the movie were in all the little people. All the little people were in Star Wars Episode Six. All of them. All of them. All of them. They were, were they, all in Return of the Jedi. They were Ewoks. Yeah, they were Ewoks. They were Ewoks. Yep, yep. That's my number four. What do you got? Your number four. Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna hit you with a with an oldie. Uh, you may or may not have heard of this movie, Doctor Detroit. Oh, I've heard of Dr. Detroit. Came out in 1983. I actually started watching Dr. Detroit like a month ago. I only yeah. made it like halfway through and fell asleep. <laughs> well, it stars Dan Aykroyd, Howard Hessman, T.K. Carter. You remember him. We talked about him. T.K. Carter and the Thing. Yep. 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 And Fran, a, a young Fran Drescher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, nanny. Yeah. 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 yeah, I remember that. Basically, Aunt Aykroyd plays a timid college professor and gets tricked into becoming a flamboyant pimp, <laughs> okay? And then he runs into the problem of realizing that he likes his new street job. Okay. Okay, so he's trying to play his his professor side and his, his pimp side. Right. This movie's over the top, okay? <laughs> if, you talk, if you're talking cheesy 80 movies, yeah. this might be one of them. Yeah. Okay. I like cheesy movies. But this was good, man. Uh, I remember it from my childhood. I went looking for it, was able to watch it sometime last year. I think it might have been somewhere on demand, mm-hmm. you know, and I rewatched it. 
Still felt the same way when I rewatched it. No. Very, very cheesy, but still very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first movie that Dan Aykroyd made after John Belushi passed away. Oh, okay. Yep. You say it, Howard Hessman's in this? Howard Hessman from Howard, Head of the Class. Howard Hessman from Head of the Class and WKRP in Cincinnati. Yes. He yes. played uh, Dr. Johnny, Johnny Fever. Fever. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he was, he was the... Uh, in WKRP in Cincinnati, you remember what he got fired from his previous DJing job from? No. For saying the word booger on the air. Booger? Booger. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Okay. A little useless trivia there for you. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You're full of useless trivia. Yep. So what's your fifth one, man? My fifth one is a movie called Dragon Slayer from 1981. Dragon Slayer. I watched this with you the other day. Yeah, you did. How'd you like it? For 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 the for the time, nineteen eighty one. It was it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. It had my had my boy in it. Yeah, um, Janos. Janos, yeah. Um, so this movie is exactly what the title says. Um, a king makes a pact with a dragon, where he has to sacrifice virgins to the dragon every so <laughs> every so often, so the dragon leaves the village alone. I'm Vigo. So an old wizard <laughs> and his uh, young apprentice, Janos. Janos, volunteer to kill the dragon and attempt to save the next virgin in line, the king's daughter. So, yeah, you keep saying Janos. This this movie stars Peter McNichol, Janos. which is Janos from Ghostbusters 2. I am Vigo. <laughs> Not Vigo, but the, the museum curator guy. How's the baby? baby? It stars Caitlin Clerk. Ralph Richardson and Ian McDiarmid. You might know that name. I do. From what? He was Emperor Palpatine. Correct. A young Ian McDiarmid plays uh, one of the priests. I think he ends up getting eaten uh, <laughs> or burned. What is burned? Um, <clears throat> here's a fun fact: This movie is a co-production between Walt Disney Pictures and Paramount Pictures. Oh, yeah. And is the only movie released under the Disney name that has frontal male nudity in it. It did. Yeah. It did. Like, quick. Yeah, like did, Quick little did. brief frontal nudity you on know, the Disney Disney's film. known to get a little risque every now and then. Yeah. Um, this is the... This was a theater... Uh, the theater debut, movie debut of Peter McNichol also. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the first thing he ever did. It was definitely before Ghostbusters This was 81. 2. Ghostbusters 2 was like... 86, 88? 88, yeah, something like that. Late 80s. Yeah. Um, another little fun fact. Uh, the dragon that they created for this film mm-hmm. is still considered one of the greatest movie dragons ever. Hmm. Like the whole the animatronic thing that they created, mm-hmm. the look that of it would have been all practical. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they did use some. It wasn't called stop motion. They they came up with a new term called live motion or something like that. Mm-hmm. But no, I I read this. <laughs> so instead of it being like a clay that they had to reposition every time, mm-hmm. it was clay that had uh like a motorized like skeleton inside of it. And okay. they like controlled it computer wise, so it had more fluid movement. Hmm. But uh, the 2002 movie, uh, Reign of Fire, Matthew McConaughey, okay, about the dragons and stuff like that, <clears> take <throat> over the world. 
they modeled their dragons after the dragon they created for this movie. Oh, okay. They just made them like beefier and a little scarier. Nice. Nice. Yeah. What do you got for number five? We hit you with an oldie, but a goodie. Zapped. I loved Zapped growing up. Came out in 1982. Uh, man, this movie this is one of the movies that you'd catch on Channel 50 during the weekend. Or HBO. Or, H- or HBO. <laughs> but do you remember the show Charles in Charge? Yep. Scott Bayo, his partner uh, Willie Willie Ames. Yep. It came out in 1984. Zap came out in 1982, and it stars both Scott Bayo and Willie Ames. Right. So this is when they first got together. Yep. Okay. It also has Heather Thomas mm-hmm. and Felice Schachter, who you would probably only know from the Facts of Life. She was one of the girls. Was it, that, is it the brunette in the movie? Yes. With the glasses? Yes. Okay. She was originally, well, she ended up being in the Facts of Life. Oh, okay. Yep. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know Heather Thomas went on to be in the Fall Guy. Yep, yep, you know? yep. But uh, Scott plays a high school science nerd that gains telekinetic powers after a laboratory accident and uses them for revenge and personal gain against bullies. Look, there's so much BS going on in this movie, man. I know, so but much, it's great. It's great. It's great. Um, there's just so much that I, I can't say Joe, but Joe would say there's so much to unpack here if we talked about this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I got some, some fun facts for you, of what course. You what you got? Uh, following the box office success of Porky's, which came out in 1981, mm-hmm. parts, of the film, parts of the film were refilmed to increase the amount of nudity and to intentionally earn an R rating. So this movie was R rated. Was there nudity in it? I don't really remember. I thought I thought they showed a I thought they showed a shot of Heather Thomas in just a bra, but I don't think it was was there nudity. There was nudity. Oh, I remember that. Uh I did a little digging and found out that Heather Thomas sued them because there were nude there was like a nude picture of her. Yeah. And apparently she was nude in one of the shots in the movie. But what they did was use a body double. Oh. They used a body double and then put her face on the body double. Really? Yeah. And she wasn't aware of it. So she was able to sue because I guess it's a law that you have to let the actor know that you're doing that. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it was actually a body double. Somewhere in the credits, as the credits are rolling, oh. it'll say that a body double was used. Okay. Um. Scott Bayo and Willie Ames were both 21 during the filming of this movie, and Heather Thomas was 24. Playing high schoolers, yeah. Playing high That's schoolers. That's usually how it was. Playing high usually schoolers. Usually how it still is. Well, look at Greece, man. Yeah. I'm supposed to believe that they was, they was high school. Yeah, they like close to 30, I think. Look at 90210. Yeah. People 30 years old playing high school <laughs> students, man. <laughs> Make no sense. But yeah, that's my number five, Zap. Like I said, I grew up watching this movie. Loved it as a kid. Me too. You know, um, we watched it not that long ago. Yeah, and I still felt the same way then. But I always wanted, the, I always wanted those powers. Yeah, I always wanted his powers. I'm who, like, who, how do how do I make this? Who who who, who, do, who doesn't want telekinetic yeah. powers? One of my favorite scenes in that movie is when he's he's sitting on the bed and he's got that Star Trek model, mm-hmm. and he and he's like using his powers to have the Star Trek model fly around the bedroom. I, I, I found love that scene. out. I found out when that's that scene. That ship is parts. It's the Millennium Falcon, with parts of Star Wars, Star Trek. Oh, they just hodgepodge it all together. Yes, uh, <laughs> the, the Enterprise parts of the Enterprise put onto it. That's funny. Yep. Yeah, I remember it. I remember he had it go like 
through the aquarium. Yeah. So like, and then they showed like people from the inside. Mm-hmm. It was it was, it was so cheap. Uh, Scatman Carruthers. Yes. Is in this movie yeah. also from The Shining. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He is also in this movie. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah. That's it for our top five underrated movies of the 80s. Say that five times fast. I'm not going to do it because it's probably like midnight right now and I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to hit that like button. The like button right there. Hit the subscribe button and hit that bell so you can get notified to the next Gen Extra podcast. Thanks we, for. We don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We don't know what we're doing next. We don't know what we're doing next. But I'm sure it'll be good. We'll we'll announce it maybe on social media. You know the holidays are coming up. We should probably just start doing holiday movies. I wanted to get a couple more in before we did the holiday ones, but I know I'm I'm with you. But I mean, we ain't got that much time. I know. It's coming up quick. It's coming up quick. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Subscribe. Hit that bell. Ding, ding. Thanks for watching this episode of the Gen Extra Podcast. Check us out next time. Good night.